Tom Ross Parry. Oh. <laughs> Matthew Boyle. Now, funny thing about this is, we've been doing that same intro for ages. We have, we? yeah. It's almost as if Tom Parry, <laughs> some things don't change. But games, Tom Parry, oh, they change every week because it's Tom and Matt Attack. Oh, that was See, a great one. See, I segued one. out of that, even <laughs> with this wonderful sinus infection. How are you doing, Mr. Parry? Matthew, I'm all right, but I hear you've not been so well this last uh, No, week, um, well, actually, it was uh, we delayed the podcast slightly last week to a Monday because I had terrible, terrible headaches on the Sunday where we usually record in this time slot like we're doing now. And I couldn't really even look at screens or anything. And to be honest with you, even looking at the screen now, I'm averting my gaze because it hurts my head a little bit. Um, So we're going to go on as long as we can manage. Yeah, and as a result, I haven't really played. Well, you just close. Or just close your eyes. You don't. I can just listen to your sweet, sweet voice. That works for me. No, um, yeah, I, I had headaches for a couple of days, and then I went to the doctor's on Thursday, and he was like, yeah, you've got like a really bad sinus infection, and it got to the point where I had a headache, but I actually had like a mild swelling on my forehead, which got a bit concerning, so I went in to get it checked out, and it's just a side effect of sinuses, apparently. So I'm on antibiotics, and it's all good, I'm reading, but it's very little time for games as a result of that but hopefully thomas you've played some yeah well games are quite intense aren't they and there's often times when you know i'm feeling like i want to play a game but i just can't you know what i mean and i bet you've had that recently oh an urge to play something maybe monster hunter in your case but uh when it's just so full yeah. on motion sickness and all this it's uh yeah, not the best thing to no, do when you're sick. It's not even that, to be honest. I just don't feel as sharp mentally as I usually do, which means that okay. things like that can be a bit of a pain. Yeah. But it's also just staring at screens. Anything. What about slow, slower paced games? Do you like, you know. I do. Maybe that's something. Yeah, you could I, I have do. been, actually. Um, I don't know if you have seen Tom Parry, but the game I'm bringing to the table this week is actually the first mobile release by HAL Laboratories. Uh, Oh, I've heard about this. Kirby with their new about thing. UFO? Yeah, uh, called Part-Time UFO. They have a new side company mm. called Hal Egg, which I guess is for them, their incubator projects of their little... Sw- oh, I like that. Eggs, yes, incubators. It, everybody says the same thing. All incubator okay. logos are eggs. Right. Um, but they, they released this game sometime last week, I believe, and... One of uh, our good friends, Matthew Kipling, sent me a message and said, hey, I think you'd be into this. And I was like, oh, you had me at HAL Labs. So I I downloaded it and mm. I've been mm. playing it and I have to say it's very charming. To be honest with you, I haven't been able to play as much as I wanted to because it does require a deal of concentration, even if it is very laid back. But the soundtrack I have been listening to all week, even though it is the oh, most really? chilled out thing in the world. It's just like some Soundtrack light day. instrumentals and every now and again someone in like a, a Japanese vocoder voice going hard working UFO um, it's, it's really good, see that was Thank beautiful you. Matthew, you should sing more in the podcast I know you can sing uh, well, we were doing it for a... I heard you in the shower when yeah, I was we were doing it for a while on the intros weren't we, but we kind of cut yeah, it out yeah. fortunately my singing voice is well, still if out. anybody would like to hear Hear Matt sing again. Yeah, us give know. us your requests. I'm here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> no, so I've been playing oh. that a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you've actually seen what the gameplay of, hard, of part-time UFO is. Well, you know I haven't because, as you say, you know, there's so yes. many games at the moment, you know, uh, changing all the time. But no, I haven't checked that Essentially one what it is is you are a little UFO. You have a little virtual joystick down in the bottom left corner of the screen and then a claw button. And much like the Japanese UFO crane games, you drop a little claw. uh, And essentially what the game asks you to do is 
to pick up stuff with a, a very varied physics system. So, for example, you could be picking up cheerleaders to stack them to make a human pyramid, or you could be making a salad with a load of vegetables or reconstructing a Roman Colosseum. But you have to pick up all mm. these things. That's a varied... Uh, it is. It is right almost WarioWare-like in its level of oh. randomness, to be honest. Uh, but everything has physics attached to it. Everything has weight. And obviously, much like a UFO crane catcher game in an arcade when you pick stuff up it starts to slip if it's too heavy and so you have to be very light on the controls of this thing but also you are a ufo and you need to fly and if the thing weighs too much and you don't push it enough then you'll fall so it's about mastering what your ufo itself can handle and then trying to achieve the job and obviously you have to also turn things as well so the environment's got some small ramps where you can drop objects on so they fall over so they fall the right way around and you do other things and essentially you're okay. up against a time limit but you've also got the option of earning three medals in the stages and these can be for various different things um for example there are sometimes hidden things in the background so maybe there's uh, there's an art exhibit, for example, where someone has knocked down this big totem pole and so you have to rebuild it. You only have to place mm. four of the actual totem pieces together to beat the stage if that's what you want to do within the time limit. However, you also have the option of picking up another four things and there's clearly a background illustration of what this totem can look like a tie. So you have to do that while okay. trying to make sure it doesn't wobble too much and fall over. But then there's also a hidden little man in the background that doesn't look like you can pluck him out because he's faded, but you can, <laughs> and then you can set him down also on top of the thing and then earn more points and medals. What do you do with points and medals, are you, you ask Tom Parry? But that's what I was just thinking. Uh, medals are used to get how the game plays. Oh, it, it costs does, money. but it's worth it, Tom. It's charming. Um, so you, you pay for... The game, yeah, it is. It's like four pound, maybe. It's like thirty-five krona, I think. Here, yeah, it is. It is because it also is thirty-five krona on my Aha, uh, tablet. Danish account still, I see. Um, I guess so. Yeah, you do pay for it, but then you there is no DLC in the game. Once you've paid for it, it is all oh, up front, I like which that. is nice. Um, but the. The medals unlock more stages. Uh, I believe there's about 35 or something like that in total in the whole game. I haven't beaten it all yet, but I've got pretty far into unlocking most mm. stuff. I like the look it's of it. It's very man. nice like look. look. It's a very nice atmosphere. Uh, but what if mm. I told you that with the points that you get for playing the game, uh, essentially you're being paid for the work you're doing. So he is a part-time UFO with a part-time job of helping people out. You can buy yeah. costumes they not only look very nice, ah. but they also have benefits. Uh, for example, the highest one you can buy with like 32,000 points, I think it is, is a space outfit, which not only makes him look cool and futuristic, even more so than he already does, but it gives you a faster claw. Yeah. Or you can be a cop who has more grip because he's got handcuffs. You can see these, yeah. You can see these different costumes, uh, yeah. Uh, a yes. chef. Uh... I have... Yeah. An artist or there's an a, artist, uh... there's a clown, I think there's a dog costume, there's loads of different things. Essentially Oh yeah. They Samurai. have little keep things, but they also have yeah. gameplay benefits, which is kinda nice, which gives you incentive to unlock more mm. things and play around with them. Mm. But all in all, I've really Lovely. enjoyed it to be honest. I've been I've been playing it whenever I can stand looking at the phone for a, a decent period of yeah. the time, which is usually after antibiotics and painkillers, but it's been alright. I'm tempted. I think I'm you should, Tom. I think it is a bargain at that price. Yeah, that's great. Nice, uh, nice original concept yes. too. Seems. So I've also uh, had a go at a uh, HAL game recently. I tried the demo of yes. Kirby uh, Star Allies. Yes, is I it? believe it is. I thought it was all right, but I wasn't. I wasn't convinced. I no, need to buy it. No, that's a shame. I, I didn't realise it was a demo. I'd, yeah. I'll have to download that. The demo's out. Give it a go. It was a little bit chaotic for right. my liking. When I, I associate Kirby with a more relaxed play style, uh, a simple yes. game, usually. And, you know, of course, every new Kirby game, they've got to throw something new into the mix, otherwise people get a bit tired of it. But the fact that you have three other characters 
uh, and you kind of control their abilities. You can swap and change out which characters you got with you. So rather than just eat the extra characters, you can throw a heart at them and they come on your side, but you only have three extra friends okay. at a time. So you can swap in and out, and then there's some other abilities as well. And there's quite a lot, for me, I found quite a lot to okay. keep track of. I think it's probably a game you get used to the more you played it, but the action can get pretty frantic at times, especially in uh, when the boss battles you get to do yeah. in the demo. And I just thought, I don't think this is for me. It's, uh, you know, so I don't think I'll um, I'll go for that one. I was quite excited about it as well because I was looking forward to a, a new Wii and uh, sorry Switch title. I was going to call it a Wii U game. I keep Old making this mistake. Hard, Tom. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, give it a go. I'd be interested to hear what you That's think. That's a shame. It, visually, I was yeah. wowed by it. Visually, I was like, oh, it's, it's lovely, I thought. First thing I thought when I turned it on. I'll give it a look. Uh, we were going to pick it up. I thought it was out this week, actually, because I'd seen that it was available for pre-order on the Switch shop. It it's not out until the 16th. Yeah, so, so this week coming 16th. now. Um, I was going to get it because both Marta and I really enjoyed Kirby's Epic Yarn and also yeah. Kirby's Adventure on the Wii, which to me this game looked a lot like, at least in terms of it. Yeah, with the, the other, other characters. characters. Yeah. But maybe maybe it's not what we want then because we, we like having a, a co-op experience that's quite laid back. Uh, that's why we liked Woolly World, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. On the Wii U. Maybe it's different if you got if you got two players. There's parts in the game where you have to use all the other characters to get through areas. So there'll be so many uh, buttons you have to press at yeah. the same time or levers you have to pull. So I think you always need to have three other people with you. So you can't just play two players. Two player. uh, I think you have to have two computer players okay. too. Maybe I'll give it a look then and maybe I'll let you know what we think. That's a shame. Maybe yeah. I'll just hold off. I mean... Uh, Maybe you'll ah, love it. Who knows? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really in the right headspace for a frantic game anyway, so maybe it's not that great an idea. But, uh, mm. I mean, Detective Pikachu was also out at the end of the month, and then in April I'm going to end up forking over for Labo stuff, so maybe I'll just wait. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you're saying a lot about playing new games here, Matt, and uh, wasn't your rule not to play any more yeah, games? Yeah, um, Kirby was something I was going to make an exception for, but I'm not. And Monster no, Hunter. well, this is the thing. Like Monster Hunter, I've been playing socially, and I thought that was that the has exception. been the exception, which is why I was like, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get Kirby. Marta can play it. Marta also enjoys that. And to be honest with you, oh, did you my Switch that? is just sat there doing absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, I I won't be getting Detective Pikachu to play. If I do, it'll be picking it up just because I want that damned amiibo because it looks amazing. Oh yeah, it's quite yeah, cute. Yeah, but I'll it? be getting the Labo stuff. Labo, I will make it. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. You, you, did, you did mention this last time. And uh, Yakuza yeah, 6. Yeah, that's already pre-ordered. Unfortunately, it's already been pushed a month. It's out in April now instead of March, which is a bit of oh, a shame. Because that would have been perfect. You could have I had a been... go. You could have had a go because there was a demo. Um, the demo was taken down. No, Do you know I this did was? not. I, did... I don't know if it's back up again now. But Sega accidentally release the whole oh, game really? in the demo yeah and uh, they had to quickly pull it so whoever was on it and downloaded i don't know how long people had to download that demo before sega realized yeah. what had happened but yeah a few people got a free copy of uh, yakuza 6 wow. out of that i'm led to believe were you one of yeah. them tom parry no it wasn't no no i didn't that's a I shame see this is the thing me being on my butt this entire week and not paying any attention to video game news means I missed out on a free copy of Yakuza yeah. 6 I would have pre-ordered <laughs> it anyway but still it would have been nice to actually be able to play that game a little bit in advance and then I could have just left well I immediately immediately thought of you when I read that headline you should have told me Tom you should have told me well it, by the time I'd it read the headline it was gone it wasn't it was already ah, been pulled that's so, a shame um, I think it was. I think it was fairly yeah, quick I imagine. that they realised this. But yeah. You know me. I'm usually on top of these things. I would have been aware of when it was coming out. I knew it was supposed to drop sometime soon. But I, I, if I would have seen the article, yeah. I would have downloaded it immediately. Oh well. It's all right. Yeah, I'm going to pay for it anyway. Of course, you want to give. Sega I also some want money. those nice glasses with the dragons on them. But there we go. Oh, is that yes, what you're I pre-ordered the the Tree oh. of Life big edition. I can't remember what it's called. Very yeah, nice. 
I'm trying to think if there's any new games on the horizon that I'm definitely going to buy. I'd love to get the Injustice 2 Game of the Year edition yeah. of the Turtles, but um, I haven't heard a release date on that yet. I keep checking. I've got a war for you. But uh, God of War, no, I don't want. I know, no, I couldn't sink my time into God of War no. right now. Uh, there's too many other things I've got lying around to play. Uh, that, that, I mean, I know that thing. feeling, but obviously, I'm not playing any of the things I've got lying around, so I have no excuse. Um, what have we got? Right, release dates. There are there is some stuff coming out in April. April is the month that things start to drop properly. The- there was a game called Frantics coming out, and that's another one of them um, PlayStation games which you uh, control with your yeah. phone. And this game, Frantics, it seems to have loads of little animal characters in. looks kind of fun because it's got an overhead karting uh, minigame on it. Yeah. And at first I thought that's exactly what it was. It was just a karting game. But um, I think as I found out a little bit more about it, it seems like it's a compilation of minigames. Yeah. Uh, for for your phone as well, you know, control with your phone at least. So, I'm not sure if I'm that bothered about that oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I mean, there's. I'm looking now at some stuff, and there's nothing that's really catching. Of course, Bayonetta came out recently, but that wasn't enough to get me excited. I've already got yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't pick you. it up purely because so. of that. Like, I already I own Bayonetta one on two systems already, so the rush for the download code yeah, isn't really that much of an incentive. <laughs> and also, no. I still haven't played my copy of Bayonetta two for the Wii U, which is a bit of a shame. Well, neither have I. No, yeah, I. To be honest with you, I'd also debated picking up. Well, I wouldn't get it now. It will be later. Assassin's Creed Rogues remaster because oh, did I, you never get I that picked, on PS3 I picked or it up Xbox? for the 360 um, hmm. but I seem to have misplaced the copy I have the case but I don't have the disc which means at some point I tried to play it and then didn't and then I have no idea where the disc's gone unfortunately so I, it means me rooting around through oh. all of the, my 360 discs and there's about 200 cases on the shelf um that's no, no fun, it is isn't, it, and it's just me being a silly sausage and not putting it back in the right case. But there you go, that happens. Uh, but it's also ah. just ease of use. My Xbox 360 isn't actually connected to the TV now, and so it's just like, well, well, you could just I plug could, it in. but that requires me finding the cables <laughs> and all that jazz, and that's a pain in the bum. I did that for Nia, and okay. I don't know where I put them after that. So. Because, you know, Matthew, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the last generation. I know that, Tom Parry. It's almost you know as if we talked about this at great lengths last week. <laughs> we did. Uh, I did play a last-gen game the other day for quite a little bit, Did you bit, really? Actually. Uh, I'm here uh, in Southport at the moment, staying with my girlfriend, and uh, there's a, a CX I always frequent, and my excuse for going in there is uh, the fact that I need some change for the bus. All right, okay. So <laughs> I need to get some change, so you buy a couple of cheap games, and you, then you can get yeah. your change. Um, but what did I get? I got Dragon Age 2, believe yeah. it or not. Okay. Me playing right. Dragon Age. Would you ever have um, thought it? What do you think of Dragon Age 2? I like uh, the action. I enjoyed the combat. I think it's fairly easy to get your head around. Yeah, which, it uh, is. I liked. Because uh, that was usually with those sort of games, that's my worry that I'm not going to be able to. Um, compute everything. Because it can be quite complex. So but... as. As a friend, Tom Parry, before you stray too far into Dragon Age 2, I will yeah. I will have to inform you that unfortunately you made the wrong choice in Dragon Age. Yeah, well, I thought... I didn't know which one to get. This one was only three quid. The first so. one is perhaps amongst my yeah. favourite games of that console generation. But maybe this one's better for me because it's a bit more accessible, perhaps a bit more action-oriented from what I can tell. Exactly the same, except it's got better story and much, much nicer characters. Uh, To be honest with you, I I would argue the first Dragon Age game is better than Mass Effect, like in terms of storytelling. Okay. Well, fair dudes. It's not like I uh, dropped a lot of money on it, but I've I've actually been enjoying uh, what I played of it so far, and that surprises me quite a bit because these aren't usually the type of games. No, I but play. I mean, it, it's essentially that kind of Bioware game. It it feel it felt very much to me, and admittedly, it's been a long time since I played both of them. Like the mm. natural successor to Knights of the Old Republic in how it played, more so uh-huh. than Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, and as I said, some of those characters that are in that first game, like Morgan and a few other people, Morgana, sorry, uh, 
are perhaps amongst the the best characters I like. Is... I remember. She's not the one that turns into a dragon. Uh, yes. Yes, because you meet her at the start of Dragon Age Two. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like the lead character in Dragon Age Two quite a lot. I like his look. I like the big sword. I enjoy the the See, combat. In the first game, you make that lead character. Yeah. Well, you can. You can change his face yeah, yeah. at least. Uh, so you, I, I just went for the generic bearded guy because he was the most Fair appealing enough. to me. Um, and I, I didn't realise this is. Oh, well, I found it mildly entertaining that his, his surname's Hawk, and they refer to him as Hawk, yeah. right? As in Hawk the Slayer, mm-hmm. perhaps you know yeah, yeah. the old uh, film. Um, but I didn't know this, and I was thinking, what could I call him? I thought, oh, I'm not going to call him Tom. I'm going to mix. Did you call him Tomahawk? I thought I'll call. I did. I called him Tomahawk, and then I realised that his surname was Hawk, and uh, then Claire said to me, "Oh, that sounds good. You should keep it." And I thought, "Yeah, yeah." So his name is good. He's Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Hawk. Oh God, I thought I thought you said <laughs> we're going to say you named him Toma, and then his surname was Hawk. Oh. That would have also been good. I, I wasn't. Oh well, clever. never mind. I tried. <laughs> uh, I, d- I do think the graphics are very stylized, and I think that's different from the first Dragon yes. Age. Is it? Does it take? It got a from what a different I remember. Look. Um, I quite appreciate that. It does remind me of um, earlier game graphics, mm-hmm. like it harkens back to like, the uh, the Dreamcast or PS One. Not in that the graphics are bad; they're just very stylized. And before that would be because the uh, technology wasn't there, to, so everything was very angular. No, I mean, and it seems like a conscious design choice in Dragon Age Two for things to be angular, but it does look a lot like those older games. Looking at Dragon Age Two, actually, it doesn't look that different from the first one. I think that's just a conscious design choice oh, okay. across that series, which makes sense. Mm. It's the same well, engine. I, I kind of uh, appreciate it. It does a bit of screen tearing, though. I do notice on the PS3 yeah. at least, which is. A, a little off put in, but uh, doesn't really affect the That's experience. Good, at least, very bloody. Everyone ends up with lots of blood covered on them. It's like they had this new mechanic they developed for Dragon Age Two, where <laughs> if you have a fight afterwards, you're going to be yeah, covered in blood. It's actually where Nintendo took the influence for Splatoon. I mullered that joke. I was going to say where Nintendo took the influence for Splatoon, but I can't speak. Never mind. Okay, it was it was a bad effort, Matthew. I do appreciate oh. it. Oh, I'm gonna bring it up on this podcast because it still fills me with disdain and sadness. I made, I made perhaps oh, what I would regard as not to blow my own trumpet, perhaps one of the best internet jokes I've ever made um, today, and um, it was not appreciated uh-huh. by the internet at large, Tom Parry. So I'm gonna tell it to you because I think you'll appreciate oh, yeah. it. Um, the Go for it. the description of the article is: Brazilian monks adopt a dog and make him one of mm. their own. I'm going to show you the picture of mm-hmm. the dog, Tom. Look at him. We've really gone off He's on a He's in little monk robes. Isn't that adorable? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I um, and I, my comment was, Brazilian monks dressing up dogs in religious attire. I hope they don't make a habit out of that. <gasps> and it... That silence is appreciation. It was for downvoted. By minus 25, which meant people thought that I was either persecuting the monks or the dog. <laughs> so I had to I had to clarify in the comments. And now it's got plus four, so it's all right. I said, edit. It'll kill the joke, yes. But please, before you downvote, Google monks have it. I'm not criticising the monks, their religions, or the doggy, but attempting to make a funny. Well, wow, it's a shame you have to do that. It's a pun. It's quite obviously a pun... Where are people? I just don't humor? think. Where is it? Where I just don't think gone? the people looking at cute dog pictures in uh, robes uh, appreciate How the sense of humor <laughs> attached. No. Um, whereas the comment that I believe read something like "fry a pup" and an exclamation mark had like sixteen thousand upvotes. Where's the justice, Tom Parry? I don't think you should fry a pup. I think that's even I worse. <laughs> I think that eating dogs is frowned upon in most countries. Exactly. I think it's awful. Good way to turn that round, though. <laughs> oh, nicely. I've been playing some other stuff. Oh, really? Not, so, not solely Dragon Age 2, but i tell you what I played the other day, and I, I absolutely love the experience, and it's probably of no surprise to you. 
But Sonic 2, I played it again. I was playing it on the 3DS on the train. What's Sonic 2, Tom? Tell us about it. I don't think you've discussed What's this on Sonic the podcast. Uh, okay, so it's about a, a hedgehog that's blue that runs really fast. That sounds fast, a bit shit. And uh, he's got a bit of a, an issue with a big fat man. A lot of us do. You like yeah. eggs. I don't okay, know. cool. Good description, Tom. Um, but Sonic 2 is, is a bona fide classic in my opinion. And playing it again just, you know... I didn't. I didn't need convincing, yeah. but it it was it. It's just a perfect game. Okay, I love it. Good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna question your love of Sonic Two. I, I would like to go back to it after playing the, Sonic Mania. No, because I think I. It's better than Sonic Mania, I think. But you know, Sonic Mania does make some improvements over Sonic yeah. Two. There are a little things that could be seen as frustrating slightly. You know, for example, if there's. Um, a level, um, sorry, an element in a level that you have, like a yeah. platform that moves upwards. Like oh a, yeah, a lift, don't get me wrong, um, I've been killed by many of them. Yeah, there's that, but there's also the fact that if you fall off it part way up, then you get yeah. stuck. So you have to go off screen and you have to wait for it to yeah, yeah. come back. You know, things like that. Very old gaming things, which uh, those things, they could be ironed out. I'm not going to persecute the game no. for that. There's an older game. It, it's got a wonderful soundtrack as well, which is one of the main things that stood out to me, this playthrough yeah. of it. You know, it's, it's a classic, and that's one of the soundtracks I think should uh, get released on I've... Vine or something. Like You see a lot of these video game soundtracks get... I am damn releases, sure but... Sonic 2 has already been released on vinyl. I think Sonic 2 deserves... It made me more interested to find out what the composer, what else the composer has done, because I haven't looked it up yet, but um, I would like to see a little bit more also the uh, the game director of sonic 2 what else has he worked on because sonic 2 is just very solid i know eugene acker always gets a lot of praise but he is uh, the programmer uh, in my uh, how i understand it which also very important but also yeah the director of sonic 2 i think actually eugene acker was just uh, responsible for the character concepts of the first sonic i could be wrong in that well he's a he's a programmer yeah. he did all the programming on um, sonic 2 from what the okay. credits say, at least. Uh, Sonic 2 composer yeah. is... Matasato Nakamura. Yes. Yes. And who has also worked on... Drumroll. Mainly seems to be Sonic, to be honest with you. Um, Sonic 1, Sonic 2. Hmm. Um, Great soundtracks, both of them. Yeah, seems to be... Especially uh, Metropolis, though, in Sonic 2. Yeah. I, it's been such a long time since I've played here that I, I couldn't say. But what's so nice about Sonic 2 as well is its epic conclusion. You know, it's like Mario Odyssey uh, takes you off into space at the end. Sorry, spoilers. But um, so does Sonic 2. You know, you go up on that rocket, you fight uh, Robotnik on the Death Egg in the giant armour. It's all very exciting and epic and it just feels like the perfect conclusion to uh, a varied and enjoyable yeah. game, Matt. I mean, I don't need to convince people that Sonic 2 is uh, worth playing, because I think most listening to this podcast probably have played it. But if you haven't played it for a while, it's uh, worth going back to. I still think it's the best Sonic yeah. game out there. Interesting side tidbit about uh, Masato Nakamura. Um, he has only done two video game soundtracks. They are Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. He was going to be brought in oh, wow. for the music on Sonic 3, but decided to go with people in-house. Which was like, okay, well, if he was out of house, what was he doing then? Um, and he's actually yeah, what uh, he he's a Japanese musician, bass guitarist, and record producer for the J-pop band Dreams Come True. So he is a musician, Tom. There is a... Oh, oh I tell you what, that's in the subtitle of his credit in Sonic 2. Yeah, oh, okay. Dreams Come yeah, True, yeah. Well, he, he's on yeah. Dreams Come True. Apparently, they're still around. Wow, i got to check out Dreams yeah, Come Yeah, maybe you should. Let us know how they are on the podcast. Yeah, I, I shall. Good. I shall. I'll do good. that. I'll do that for you, Matthew. And for all our many good, listeners good. out there. What else have you been playing? <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, great question, Matthew. A little bit more Puzzle League. Uh, really got into competitive competitive uh, Pokemon yeah. Puzzle League as of late. It's high stakes game. I also downloaded the, yeah, the Game Boy uh, Colour. Uh, puzzle League game mm-hmm. on the DS on the 3DS you can download Pokemon Puzzle Challenge yes. it's called which is a very playable that version it is. of the game I own it yeah very very enjoyable and it looks lovely as well it's got some great music to 
Um, but yeah, it's a really nice looking um, Game Boy Color game, even though it's a simple game. It's some extra attention paid to the menus and the presentation yeah. of that game that uh, makes it extra nice. Yeah. It's a good game for sure. So, yeah, so mostly that's Shenmue is an ongoing uh, <laughs> experience. So that w Me and my friend Gareth have gone back to that recently. We've been playing a day at a time yeah. every week. And uh, I just reminded how much I like that game every time I play it's, it. It's a good game, Tom. And I look forward very much to uh, Shamu 3. And did you hear that uh, Yu Suzuki has said that Shamu 3 doesn't have a definitive ending? Well, yeah. Um, I, I'd heard this. I, Isn't Shamu supposed to be five games? Wasn't this the original pitch? I think that was what was uh, originally planned. I yeah. don't. So I don't think you get an ending. I guess I was ending. just... I don't think you're getting an well, ending. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that it would be wrapped up in three because I didn't know how possible it was for Shenmue 4 to get released. But Yu Suzuki must be quietly confident that the game is going to be able to get made. Better be a good third installment then, that's all I can say. Well, yeah, it all depends on how good Shenmue 3 is, but I have no reason to believe it will be a bad game. I know people have kind of moaned and picked at the visuals so far, but... Uh, no, if it's anything like the other two, it's going to be pretty darn well, as good. as I was going to say, my reason to believe that it probably won't be a, f a good game is the first two. You know, I, I like Shenmue. I think it's all right. I just think Yakuza is a better yeah. game. Oh, okay. Well, I'm very invested in Shenmue in the same way you are invested in. Um, yeah, Yakuza. and I don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think one exists without the other. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't think Sega makes. It created fully reactive eyes. Exactly, man. Matthew, you know, oh, I love Japanese genre games. Names, they're just amazing, <laughs> aren't they? It's just like uh, what's Metal. I heard one. Metal Gear Tac Espionage. I can't. Espionage yeah, action. tactical espionage action. Sorry. Yeah. There was one on the beginning of uh, Chameleon Twist Two, which was high voltage uh, adrenaline or something. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was called. <laughs> Um, they didn't include it in the box art, but when you um, it says play the it. game, oh, it's awesome. on the main title screen, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing high voltage about it, from what I could gather, but yeah. yeah I do enjoy those uh, zany Japanese subtitles, yeah. Yeah, me too. Wonderful. I was going to make a really bad joke, but it's okay. Um, no? Okay. No, it's all right. I haven't got the brains. I haven't got the, I haven't got the mental voltage, Tom, to, to make a bad joke oh. about Chameleon Twist, and it's... Terrible, terrible subtitle. I'll tell you what I could do. I, I, I could have a little moan about Street Fighter Five. I mean, you can do if you really want to. Uh, I, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to contribute <laughs> to that conversation since I've played it twice, but we can go for it. I'll quickly say it's a real shame that um, the arcade version... Um, well, what is it? You have to pay 20 quid for the extra yeah. characters if you own the regular version. If you buy the arcade version, you get them included, but then the arcade version is 25 oh, are we, So it's Is cheaper. this going to be a bitch and a moan about the fact that it's cheaper to buy the physical game than it is to buy all the DLC? Well, not necessarily. It's more of an annoyance that I paid, what, 40 quid for that game yeah. when it came out. Now you can pay 25 quid for that game and get more than I got when I paid 40 yeah. quid for it. And I still have to pay an extra 20 quid in order to get it up to the, you know, same amount of content as the 25 quid version. So I'm going to have to pay 40, 60 quid to get what you can buy now. Because I was an initial adopter, supporter of that game. I bought it on release. I should, at least in the arcade edition update, have got the Welcome to characters. my gripes with Destiny but then that all would, over again. But then, yeah, but then that would screw over all those people who just paid for those characters. Yep. Which... Yeah, it, it's a frustrating mess. I yeah, it doesn't like make it. any sense. But there you go. They're taking, adva they're yeah, taking advantage go. of the people who play competitive Street Fighter, who want the game as early as they can so they can learn characters, so they can play at Evo, yada, yada, yada. We talked about this. They don't care about people like yourself who yeah, play Street yeah. Fighter casually. No, doesn't seem nope. like it, does it? Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not going to buy that add-on content until it's discounted. That's fair. Uh, out of principle, because uh, I don't want to pay 20 quid for that. I could pay five pound more and get everything. Yeah, I mean, how much is a copy of Street yeah. Fighter these days? The original. Ah, well, the, the original one. Uh, I've seen it mm, pre-owned or I can't remember. Eighteen quid, and then arcade version is twenty-five quid. Yeah, I mean, Amazon seems to have Street Fighter Five for thirteen quid now. 
Whereas Arcade yeah. is 25, yeah, which doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, that's it? how it goes. Just, it's just one of them things that I want in the voice mapping it's fair, on, Tom. on the podcast. Uh, let us know if any of you have the same I'm frustrations. I'm sure some I, of you, you do. probably do. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Matt, about... Uh, this is something that's current at the minute, apparently. Uh, CX, obviously, they sell a lot of pre-owned yeah. video games. Yeah, CX is a British chain of second-hand electronics. Yeah, it used to stand for computer exchange, then it was cartridge exchange, and then it's changed a few times, that was just CEX. Yeah, 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 sure. And so for a while now, I've noticed that if they maybe get a game trading without a box, they find a box for it, they stick a uh, um, a printed cover they've done themselves. Okay, so I can see that. I think it's quite obvious that they do that. I don't choose to buy those games because I don't want to buy them. I saw a YouTube video recently by a popular YouTuber where he was complaining about this, you know, this this counterfeit cover and everything and complaining he got duped, you know, he didn't realise yeah. it was fake and bought it and he knew if he was out of his 48-hour return, he probably wouldn't get yeah. a refund for it, right? But in my opinion, it's quite obvious that these things are reproduction covers. Sometimes. Uh, what I have maybe a problem with is the fact that they will charge the same yeah. amount. Uh, for the, that game as another one. Some people out there aren't bothered whatsoever no. by this. Also, you have to realise that they just want to play the game. But maybe when it's a more expensive or collectible game, that's maybe where some problems arise. But it's got to be clear to the that customer... That they're buying a fake cover. Uh, that they're buying a cover which isn't original. And I have to say, in my experience, that is very obvious. And I can't understand how perhaps a collector could look at a printed cover like that and mistake it for there okay, have yeah. been oh. cases where i have gone into a cex uh, particularly abroad actually not so much in the uk mm. uh, such as in spain yeah. and in italy i also think maybe portugal it was uh yeah. and actually once in cardiff uh, where the covers are not just a cheap print the cover is actually really mm. well done and on photo paper so okay. they so have gone case, the extra mile to create something that looks as close to the Nintendo version as they can. However, it's only actually once mm. you like bend the case backwards can you see that the cover inside isn't that real. The only reason I noticed it actually when I was going to buy a copy of uh, Kirby for the Wii, as I previously mentioned, was because, mm. uh, and all of my stories are on CEX on this topic, and revolve around that game, um, is because there was like a slight misprint on Kirby's eye. It just looked a bit weird, and I was like, "Oh, that's odd." Right. And then I looked at it, and it was actually a watermark where they'd clearly taken this image, a high-quality image that was off another site, printed it out, and then put it in the case. Yeah. Uh, and so I bent it, and then yeah. I realised it was photo paper because it said on the inside there was like whatever yeah. the brand of photo paper was. Um. Okay, I couldn't stand the frustration more if these counterfeit covers, to give them a name, were uh, were actually that yes. well done. Uh, to be honest with you, my biggest... But in my experience, they no, never No, and I've to. seen some, like the one in Patalbot and the one in Swansea often has just like cheap uh, inkjet prints that clearly look like they're not the real article on them. You see lines and whatever yeah, the yeah. where the printer's low on ink and all this other stuff. Yeah, sure. My... Yeah. You choose not no, to you buy don't. them. No, you You just leave them on a the shelf. My bigger gripe if you're with CEXs that they charge no difference... Whether or not the no, manual is in correct. there. And of course, that price, say, for example, something like uh, Fire Emblem, uh, £35 on something, yeah. GameCube, DS or whatever. Uh, that, that was the example I heard. Um, something like that is only worth that value for the full package, isn't it? It's worth that because people want the cover yeah. original. It's not necessarily you could buy a loose cart of that game for a lot less and yes. make your own cover. So then the value isn't representative. No. Because you lose most of the value once you take away the cover. So they can't justify selling games at those prices with fake Yeah, covers. but this is the thing. I mean, CEX also sells games like yeah. Street Fighter Five, for example, the week mm. that comes out, perhaps for potentially more than yeah. the retail value anyways. Yeah. Don't buy a Switch game from CEX, by the way, because they don't seem to depreciate whatsoever. And the prices for their second-hand games seem no different than those for the brand-new yeah. ones. In other high street, that's the so. thing. But again, like I've got no, I've got less gripes with the covers. If you are careful and if you know what you're looking for, you can see they're not there. 
I think it's fine that they're being they're being sold as long as it's obvious that it's a replacement and they're not trying to pull the wool over your eyes, uh, because for some people they really yeah. don't care and all they want to do is play the game and if it if it's a game makes the game accessible to them that otherwise wouldn't be, I think that's a yeah. positive thing. Also, CX also do not uh, differentiate price between steel books or anything like that. Special covers no. usually uh, for for DV, uh, for Blu-rays and DVDs. So. Uh, you know, there are definitely some good things about buying yeah. from CX, but there's also some... Uh, I, I buy plenty of stuff from there because it's yeah. cheap. Uh, as long as I'm getting a good and deal that's the and getting what I want. They, just, and they charge what they think they can sell for, which is, you know, basic rule of economics and supply and demand. But it just pisses yeah. me off, for example, my copy of Kirby that I bought from their website. Uh, it does have a yeah. legitimate cover. That's not the issue. It doesn't have a manual, however. And I still paid the same price. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They... They won't tell you if he hasn't got a manual no, or not. No, and I mean, yeah. that's fine. Like, I didn't really care at the end of the day. I did just want to play the game, and I was happy to get it. But mm. it's just... I wouldn't mind a sticker on the case, if you're in store at least. I know it's difficult online, but if in store, it's a sticker saying no manual. But then perhaps people won't buy those copies yeah. of it. They'll leave them on the shelf. Yeah, and yeah. The weird sold. thing is about no Maybe. manuals is, so they as got well... Is I know from talking with people who do sell games to CX a lot, they'll go to car boot sales mm-hmm. especially to pick up stuff so they can trade in at CX to buy what they want. Uh, yeah. Is that CX offers no price difference when you don't trade in a manual. So to them, a, a copy oh, yeah. of something like Fire Emblem for the GameCube, which is probably about 18, 90 quid now, I think, is kind of ridiculous prices yeah. to sell it online to someone. Yes. If it's not going to manual, the collector's not going to want to pay 80, 90 quid for it, which means you need to sell it for cheaper. No. However, CEX will still give you the same trade-in as if it was. They give you the, yeah, yeah. They've got to look at that system, I think. Um, but, yeah, they don't want to. Obviously, it complicates things. It yeah, creates more it work. So, uh, It's offering something good for the customer who's selling it, of course. As well. mm. I mean, actually, so, it's, a funny it's probably area. just one of those things that, like, for that price difference of them trying to figure out a margin of how much a manual is actually worth to people who buy it, it's probably mm. not worth the money they lose when they give however much, like 20 quid to someone for a copy of Fire Emblem. Like, it's probably such an insignificant mm. amount of money compared to the markup that they're charging for it with or without uh, the manual. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. how it goes. Well, wow, games can be so pricey nowadays, can't they? I saw a copy in CX of uh, Marvelous Capcom 2 on the PS2, 22 quid. I thought, wow, yeah. that's yeah. quite a lot. And also, uh, I read recently on the Retro Collect, uh, someone was quite happy to pay £80 for a copy of TV Robo on yep. the GameCube. And that yep. was good. I was like, yep. wow. They have changed considerably. I think my copy TV Robo was about 30 quid, and I thought that was expensive. I told you, man, like a copy. Of, I was reading, actually, on uh, Reddit <laughs> today, the the going rate for Yakuza 2 on the PS2 at the moment is even higher than it was before. Really? Even with even the remake? Even with coming. Kiwami coming out. Yeah. Um, oh, no, actually, it doesn't seem to be the insane prices they were quoting, but maybe it was just during that rush of uh, zero that they're all still quoting that price. It's still about 70, 80 quid, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's the biggest surprise on walking CX and I see these prices. I think some of them can't be justified. Uh, but I guess that's maybe the way it is at the minute. But. I'm glad I was collecting video games, uh, you know, uh, a long time ago. Yep, me too. <laughs> With the majority of my games I picked up many years ago. So. Yeah, yeah. Luckily for me, PS3 and Xbox 360 games tend to be uh, nice and cheap. Well, this is what I was part. talking about last week, right? Is that in yeah. a few years' time, yeah, yeah. they won't be. So I could get rid of them now, but why would I get rid of them now when I know in a couple of years' time that some of the things I have yeah, well, are going to be the one £200 games? Some will. I think the majority of titles, though, for those systems oh, no, aren't don't get me particularly wrong. collectible. The, 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 there are there are plenty, aren't there, that that are a little bit more obscure that you don't see in uh, CX. Magna Carta 2, right? I've never seen a second copy of that since I bought mine. That's why I bought it way back yeah. when. I think even Nia is quite expensive now. Like It took me an age to get that game for the 360. Yeah, but it is um, dependent on where you are in the world as well. Uh, I think uh, GameStop were selling Yakuza 3 and 4 for quite reasonable prices, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. And those are games that have now gone up in price. I think Yakuza, I think someone was yeah. complaining of the Yakuza 3s about 
30, 40 quid again. Yeah, even promo right. copies of Yakuza 3 are selling for 30 quid now. It's madness, it is, Matthew. Uh, there's people trying to sell copies of Yakuza 4 for about £40. Hmm. Wowzers, yeah. trousers. It's a shame because that probably means I'm never going to get that very nice edition of that or the sleeve for my metal, my steel book. Never mind. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Um, I bought a couple Did of other games really from Tom? CX actually. Smackdown vs. Raw 2007, there, okay. 50p. <laughs> Legends of Wrestling 1. For the GameCube. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't get it for the GameCube in the end, I got it for the okay. PS2. Good uh, at 50p, and do I really want to bother paying more for a GameCube copy? I thought, <laughs> no, not particularly. And um, I got, because I've been having that recent Silent Hill kick, I saw another probably below par Silent Hill game, uh, Origins, for £4 on the yeah. PSP. So um, I got that too. Just a few things I've picked up in last week. Also, um, online, I got a box copy of Tetris Attack for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Which uh, sent me back about 15 quid, I think. Which I didn't think was too bad. That's alright, yeah. And all. Yeah. So, uh, and the Game Boy Tetris Attack, too, for uh, about the same. No, it's less than that. It was about. Yeah, six I don't quid think it's something. that pricey again. No, no. Um, so, happy to have a bit more Tetris Attack in That's my life, good. of course. <laughs> There's always room mm-hmm. for some of that. Um, I've been picking up one or two things, but nothing too exciting, to be honest. It's just looking at the gaps in my Game Boy library and going, well, if I'm going to start doing the chromatic graphic stuff and covering Game Boy Color things, maybe I should finish off the Game Boy collection uh, for the American releases. So, yeah, I mean, there was just a few left. There's one or two that are still pricey, which are Sword of Hope and Roland's Curse 2. But in the grand scheme of things, everything I need now is relatively cheap. But it's also like, do I want to pay import tax if it's over a certain threshold? So if it's over $15, I can't buy it because I'll end up paying import tax, which will make it like a 30 quid game, which I don't want, obviously. Mm. Um, But Mm. yeah, I picked up uh, Madden 97, which was a game I've been loathed to purchase. Uh, but it was it was two pound by now, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll finally pay two pound from it from a German seller with free postage. So I did that. Um, I bought a copy of Extra Bases, and this is the level of game I am currently buying, uh, which is a baseball game uh, because. Well, those of course America. More baseball and football. Yeah, but it's also extra bases has been slowly rising in price for some reason, which I don't actually know because it's not that rare a game by game. Uh, And I also picked up Taxi 3, which is quite a rare game by colour game. It's a a French only title based on Ah, Le Taxi movies. And um, yeah, it's generally quite obscure because it's one of the last ever released on the system. It was boxed and it was 20 quid. It was like, yeah, go on. I love that. And now I can do a Taxi 1, Taxi 2, Taxi 3 picture. <laughs> bravo, bravo, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool the gang. Well, I'm going to say let's call it a day because I need to take some medication. Ha 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 ha. Absolutely, yeah. Don't make yourself ill on the I will podcast. not. I'll try not to anyway. Um. So yeah, a little bit of housekeeping. I apologise again, that some of you may not have been able to download the podcast this week. It is purely because we keep getting hacked, and it's doing my head in. But rest assured, I've actually called in a big gun. Uh, One of my friends from college is actually a computer forensics analyst, fortunately. So he has said that he will have a look at things for us um, and make sure everything's above board. Um, which is great because our host was just trying to sell me like Norton and I was like, no, I don't want your antivirus support. I just want you to make sure it's not that easy to hack our website. But there we go. All the passwords have changed again. All these other things. I'm deleting it. I'm now going to actually just start changing the password daily for a week or two to hopefully deter people. Wow. Yeah, well... For the meantime, obviously I, I knew of this and uh, I'd put the podcast onto um, blastprocess.com yeah. as well. 
so you can always uh, play them through there if you uh, having trouble accessing our website or just feel a little bit uncomfortable at the minute because you get regular yes. notice saying it's malicious or whatever or of course uh, yeah and so you can access them through access them through blastbrosis. You definitely can. Well. And to be honest with you, at the moment, I'm even thinking if this is something that happens again uh, with this whole affair, then, then we'll probably just change hosts. So we can always just I don't know put them on blast process. Yeah, um, it'll end up meaning we have to change some stuff with our RSS feed for podcast subscribers. But we'll talk about that when it happens. We will make sure you get exactly. Your we will do it. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever way that yep, yep. works out. Until best, then, yeah. though, you can find us in a variety of places That's on uh, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. You can find us on Twitter at TMACast and, as Tom's mentioned, on blastprocess.com as well as Tom and forward slash podcasts. I have also disabled comments on there because I suspect some of the phishing malicious stuff is through the comments. So if you want to uh, yeah. you want to talk to us anyway, please do so on Blast Process because we've got better moderation. Or on social it's media. It's hard work being a gaming gaming podcast. It seems like it's it? hard work owning a website in 2018. <laughs> but there we go. That's how it goes. Um, yeah, you can yeah. also listen to us in iTunes and Stitcher. That is, of course, if the website is up, which is the temperamental thing at the moment. I like I like Me Stitcher. Too. I, was, uh, I think it's a good. a good platform. Yeah, I used to use it a lot, but yeah. I just ended up switching Easy. back to iTunes because I couldn't be asked mm. to install it again. Um, yeah, so if you want to listen to us, let us know if you're listening. Um, talk about any of the things we talked about in the podcast. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of these uh, topics that we've covered uh, on this episode and yes. previous episodes. But there's plenty of episodes out there. There are, there's like 180 <laughs> odd. It's like 86. 186. Yep. Exactly, now, we're think. almost three, we're in yeah. 200. Almost there, Tom Parry. Just a little bit longer. Almost. Okay. What can uh, listeners look forward to in episode two? Uh, I I don't know. A yeah. musical. We'll a get musical a male voice choir in, and we'll just sing the best lines <laughs> of this podcast. Okay, but until then, uh, please keep listening. Let us know that you're listening, and we will say those immortal words that we say at the end of every one of these podcasts. Tom Parry, what are those words? Oh, I keep words? forgetting. I keep forgetting, Matthew. Can they you remind are me? Game on, Thomas. Ah, oh, that's it. Game on.